Welcome, welcome, welcome back, you guys, to AG University Podcast. My sweet little dancing unicorns. We've really solidified that as the mascot at the beginning. Everyone's been signing off the DMs as the dancing uniform. Unicorns? Oh, unicorns, excuse me. I'm back from LA. I had the best trip ever. I feel so inspired. I got so much good in- information and inspiration for upcoming podcast episodes. All of my guests were just so wise, so beautiful. I'm really excited for this new wave. We're putting a lot of energy into the podcast because I really want this to just be a super safe place for all of us beautiful dancing unicorn energy to connect and to learn. I learned so much from just this past week. Starting off with this week, I have Delaney Childs. She is a content creator. She, you've probably seen her on Instagram. She's also very big on YouTube and TikTok. She truly, you guys, she's a Renaissance woman. She does it all. She's so creative. She's a true visionary. Honestly, if you see any of her photos, um, she works full time with her partner, Clayton. He's her partner in crime, her right hand. They create the most beautiful imagery ever. I, I stay inspired by her. And she really embodies everything that I love about AGU, which is just feeling super connected to self and intuition and really just having a clear understanding for where we're going, right? I told you guys, I am here to be your resource, to be your guide, to make you do the thing. So I'm bringing on all the people who are freaking doing the thing. And I'm asking them, like, how do we all do the thing? (laughs) So... She provided so much wisdom. She's very intuitive. And also, this is one thing about Delaney that I don't know enough people know about her is that she she's just very open-minded, I feel, to all modalities and energy and spirit. And her mom actually is a medium. And so I don't know if enough people know this side of her. I did listen to several uh, podcast interviews with her before she came on. And I was like, no one's asked her about this stuff. Cause it's like the stuff that I'm like, Delaney, tell us more. Cause she just has such, yeah, she has so much just juicy information, juicy, juicy tea. We talk all things diet. And when I say diet, I'm talking what we consume in our mind and our body and our spirit. We talk staying true to ourself, creating from authenticity. There's a little bit of this sober curious content and really just how to live in alignment with ourselves and coming into this place of feeling just really grounded in who we are. I left feeling so inspired. Producer Courtney was like, wow, she is so well-spoken. I was like, I know. So I'm excited that I get to introduce maybe a new side of Delaney that you guys haven't gotten to connect with. She's an angel. She's a gem. She's a dear friend. It was an honor getting to sit in her house and record this. And if you guys want to check out the episode, we are on YouTube. So you guys can get a little behind the scenes of uh, where she lives, where she thrives, her get ready with me. I got to see her little get ready with me spot. It was just, it was a really, really fun afternoon. Without further ado, you guys, on behalf of AG University, Delaney Childs, we welcome you to the show. You guys, a very special guest is here today, Delaney Childs, in the flesh, in her home, a beautiful home. (laughs) Thank you. Welcome to AG University. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited you're here. I'm so excited. You guys may not know this, but Delaney and I have actually known each other for a very long time. Yes. We've kind of gone in like circles, but I was thinking the first time we met was, sorry, I was like yelling. (laughs) The first time we met 
was like 2017 at Coachella. Yes. And you and I were both like baby micro-influencers. Yes. I think, I, I feel like you had like 20,000. Yeah, I have no idea, but we were I don't like, know what number, I just threw that out. But I just remember we, 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 I just like, we had just kind of started like following each other. And yes. I, but I do remember when I first saw your photos, I was like, she's got it. Like there, there was just like an it and I'm like, she's got it. <laughs> I, so I don't know how sweet. else to say that, but um so but it's been really cool to watch your your journey and your evolution because that was like I don't know five or six years ago I know it was so long we were like babies we were babies <laughs> that was like I think that was when you and Clayton camped like you actually slept <laughs> we did and that was whew, that was something <laughs> can you even I, I really can't imagine uh, we we slept in his car in his forerunner on an air mattress in the trunk we were about four inches from the ceiling of the car like I was so claustrophobic I, I was so dirty like it was <laughs> so tragic but you guys committed we did you really committed it was our first Coachella it I think it was my first Coachella actually no it was my second one but it was like the one where I kind of had like more of like an Instagram I was like doing the Instagram thing so yes. it felt it felt like so cool yes and now this year you and I are both like we can't go back we're like that was the old us <laughs> <laughs> the old goodbye yes I don't know them I yes. know now I'm like just I'm just like loving the suburban life of Florida just never leaving going anywhere I'm like perfect I'll be on the beach if you guys yes. need me I can't go the times have changed but we will put together outfits and yes. fashion and spell. yes we're okay. there in spirit yes we are there in spirit and if you guys are going we are so excited for you <laughs> yes yes there's a there's an era for that and you know maybe we'll get a second win someday yeah. but for now we're taking a little breather a little breather a gust yes. yeah so since I guess let's talk about how we both kind of started a little bit of our evolution because you've had a beautiful career and I'm happy that I could champion you alongside. So back in 2017, when did you start your Instagram slash blogging? Gosh, I'm like so bad with years. I honestly, when people ask me like what year I graduated high school, I don't remember. I just like don't speak numbers, but <laughs> I think I've been doing it for like six or seven years. I think it's so, been like seven. Yeah. So that's because we were kind of on the similar. Yeah. I mean, back then it was literally, it was like starting to get saturated, but it was so much smaller of a space even. So it's kind of like, we know that we started around the same time because the literal space was just tighter and smaller like I kind of felt like I knew everyone who was doing it at one yeah. point because it's like funny how I, we were able to like find each other because we like I don't know I, I feel like I used to like keep up with hashtags and like trends and like I kind of knew who all the like starting out like micro influencers same with um Peyton Sarton yeah she and I've been following like it was like you and her there's yes. a couple people that I just like knew in the right. industry like from the beginning it is weird because now I, I couldn't oh. even. Yeah. Now it's just like every, it's just so saturated and so dense and like, you know, it's, it's a crazy evolution and I'm excited that we were a part of it. Like when it was smaller too, because I feel like it allowed us to get like closer to people and know more people mm -hmm. and just, you know, kind of experience it in a different way. Totally. And now there's like a whole new era though of TikTok though, where people can blow up. So it's like, there still is, I'm like, if you're listening, there still is space, you guys. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yes. Um, but what would you say has been your most uh, exciting like content, like Instagram? Are you feeling more called to YouTube? Cause you've really done it all. I feel like you do Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, you've built this, you've built a brand. Yeah. Like where has this journey, where, where have you landed? Right. <laughs> I do have like different loves for each of the platforms. I feel like, um, it gets tricky. It's kind of like 
you know, you don't want it to be based off of like what platform is rewarding you the most, but sometimes it kind of just naturally goes there because it's like when there's these algorithms or these things that feel kind of like frustrating or whatever, sometimes you can be like a little turned off by that and be like, well, I need a little bit of a breather from you because Mm -hmm. I'm not like feeling the love. Yes. (laughs) So I feel like Instagram, everybody kind of can agree that it's been a little weird for the past year or so you know it's evolving it's changing there's Mm -hmm. like a lot to keep up with so I've always been like really heavily focused on Instagram because I love creating photos Mm -hmm. but now they're technically like not a photo sharing app or whatever so I feel like I'm having some growing pains with my relationship with Instagram I know we're like bring back Tumblr (laughs) yes like I love photos we need a place for photos um so I still love it there but I just I'm struggling with the balance of creating photos and videos. Um, YouTube, I love because I think it's a great place to get some more breadth to your work and just Mm -hmm. explain things more thoroughly and be like a little bit more vulnerable too because it feels safer because you can, you know, it's a longer format so you can get more in there. And TikTok, I actually really love just to have fun with. I feel like it's the silliest little platform in a lot of ways and I love that <laughs> that's how this morning I was just telling producer Courtney that I'm like it's like it's becoming like memes you know yes. like have you seen those cap cut things where it's like yes. I told my marketing team don't spend twenty thousand dollars on this and just use this like silly ad it's like a guy yes. like dumping rice and the product pops out like it's yes. just like it is like silly it's and just, silly and you can just have fun with it and I feel very like nonchalant about it I'll just post literally the most random silly things on there and it feels fitting for that and it's also just kind of fun and creative in a different way so I do like it for that yeah it shakes up the energy which sometimes I need like a little refreshing like moment of like okay it doesn't have to be so like I feel like for a while in the beginning I was like very like strategic and like it needs to be this way and I can't miss a post and And now I'll just kind of like get on and like post something random on TikTok and then it'll go viral and I'm like what the no literally the most random things have gone viral for me like a video of my skin being oily it's like my most viral video and I'm like okay so I'm like an oil influencer okay she's an oily girl yeah and then like um the other day Clayton and I were trying this like apple cider vinegar and water mixture before you go out drinking or whatever I saw it on TikTok and I was like oh try this whatever um and that went viral. And I'm like, oh, so I'm like an oil apple cider vinegar <laughs> girl on TikTok. I know. And they actually say it is dangerous when you go viral on TikTok because then you're like, you feel like you're locked into like a thing. Right. <laughs> and you're just like attracting the most random people on TikTok. Like other <laughs> platforms have much more sense of community, which I like and I miss on TikTok because it's like random people who are just like, there's a lot of angry people on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they're like so mad that I'm drinking apple cider vinegar. They're like, oh my God, you'll believe anything. Like you're so dumb for trying this. And I'm like, it's just apple cider vinegar. Like, it's just a trend. It's okay. No. I'm not drinking like gasoline. <laughs> you're like, you're like, it's just a little rat poison. Relax. I know people, they're, they are angry. Yeah. <laughs> There's just, it's, it, I always think of um like elf and he's like, he's an angry elf. It's yeah. like those little like angry they're elves. They're angry elves. <laughs> they're angry elves. I'm like, you're like so scary um it's not that deep y'all it's not that deep I haven't seen the apple cider shot but now I'm gonna go look for it because that's something I love to try things I think that's probably why we're influencers yeah and it's like a wellness thing like you get I mean apple cider vinegar is not freaking us out like that's not we're not scared of that (laughs) yeah we're like it's okay if you feel safe yeah it's good it's healthy um okay I that actually is a good segue because I do want to talk about um I love to sprinkle in a little sober curious content so so you guys did this before drinking recently yes but you actually were someone that I feel like has been very 
vocal and like going through periods of life where you're like, we identify as sober currently. And like people being like, oh my gosh, like what, do you have a problem? And you're like, no, we just like choose this certain lifestyle. And I guess the question is, how would you explain your relationship with alcohol? And like, how has it changed when you have moments where you like kind of step away? Yes. So we've never said like sober or anything just because I mean, I I like sober curious, but like whatever feels comfortable. Yeah. In life in general, I'm just like not that committed to kind of ramifications like that. Like I don't really like labels or saying like never or Mm -hmm. for sure. Like I'm not, I've just, I like to see where life takes me. Right. And Mm -hmm. it's always changing. Like that's the nature of life. So I like to go with that. Um, Our relationship particularly with alcohol was through high school and college. Clayton and I both were like the party animals. Like same. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Especially in college, we were literally just drank all the time so much and you know it felt right it felt fitting it was fine it was fun in college and then kind of quickly got over that after I turned 21 just Mm -hmm. because I feel like the the fun of it was over and I'm not endorsing underage drinking obviously <laughs> it's a, yeah um, I'm like honestly though me, me too same yeah. <laughs> like just being honest about my you know journey yes. with it I guess and um so after that just kind of developed a new relationship with alcohol a more mature relationship with alcohol and one thing about me is that I really like the idea of like romanticizing my life and just enriching my life and Mm -hmm. enjoying these like small things so I love like the aesthetic and the kind of romanticism of like having a glass of wine when I'm like cooking listening to Nora Jones or something like Mm -hmm. that's like really beautiful and special to me Mm -hmm. and it's not um it has nothing to do with like being inebriated or like you know getting to an altered state of mind like right. I'm not really into that so I kind of just like shifted because before my main focus with alcohol was really just getting to like a place where I had no idea what was going on right and I have no interest in that I honestly don't think that I've been drunk since college mm-hmm. like I've, I've, I've not taken a shot since then like I will not take a shot mm-hmm. so it definitely changed in just a way that was a completely different relationship with it and then there was definitely times in our life and there still are where we kind of just step away from alcohol not for any reason other than just not feeling like drinking like mm-hmm. I'm not interested in it I'm not you know gravitating towards it and it's just it's just a thing in my life that I feel like kind of comes and goes and it's maybe like an intuitive thing where I'm just like oh I'm you know, in Italy with my friends right now and we're celebrating their marriage or whatever. Like I'm going to have an Aperol spritz and it feels like so happy. It feels so right. It feels romantic, a part of the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just not a part of my lifestyle really. Like I don't go out drinking. I don't get drunk and it's just, you know, it's evolved and it is still ever evolving, but I'm really happy with kind of the way that it has changed in my life. Yes. And you, um, excuse me. <clears throat> The reason I love you so much is that you just, you just live like you're just like I'm just doing this because it feels good or it feels right and and you don't put too much of a label because I think that's kind of how I am too. I'm like I don't love to give myself these harsh extremes, and just to give a little bit of the um, spiritual ener- energetics behind alcohol. I don't know if I've talked about this with you, just how I read it in the Akashic Records. They're always like alcohol is not good or bad. Like people are always like, oh, I'm on this path of like manifestation and self-discovery and all these things. Like I need to cut out alcohol, or do I, or is this bad, or like blah, blah, blah. 
And the energy is always that alcohol is very, it's a neutral substance, right? Like everything on our planet is neutral. It can be like a lower vibrational or whatever, but it's actually all about the intention of which it's used. And so it's kind of like a book is a book until you read it. And then we decide as humans, we pass judgment and we say it's good or it's bad. Yeah. Right. So everything's kind of neutral on the Akashic records. Does that make sense? That's super interesting. Yeah. Because I feel like I have definitely heard things about substances lowering your vibration Mm. and even people um what is it like deities or something that can entities or entities yeah that can like take over if you're like using substances and stuff and I think maybe like certain people are more prone to that or just like what your vibration is like when you're drinking Mm -hmm. like if you get really angry or if you get really sad I feel like if that was my experience I would probably really stay away from that Mm -hmm. um which I've actually never been like that with alcohol like I'll just be super like happy or carefree or whatever but yeah you know just keeping the vibes don't like get lower for me right so that's like my experience so that's kind of maybe for you it doesn't have to always be like this lower vibrational thing it could be neutral based on the consumer's intention yes and I do think that there are times where alcohol could be a lower vibrational but it's really all about how it's the energy of which we approach it Mm -hmm. and so if we're like oh I'm approaching this there was times in my life where I would drink because I was like, oh, I'm stressed out or I'm anxious or like I'm feeling a certain type of way and I'm going to have this drink to ergo kind of exit the body, right? I don't want to feel this. Mm-hmm. That's when the intention behind the drinking for me, and I would use the terms, this may be bad, right? Yes. <laughs> but but as alcohol exists, it's not always bad. That's why I always like to tell people like just right now because I'm identifying as like sober curious or sober I don't want to say like, I'll, I will never ever have another drink in my life, you know, right. or that I really had an abusive like substance abuse problem I don't really label it any type of way it just wasn't serving me and I think there are situations where you've got to look like am I drinking right now because I want to escape an emotion a situation a person Mm -hmm. versus I'm drinking to celebrate or enjoy or be really present or feel connected and feel like loving right that's where like the intentionality piece comes in that kind of makes alcohol Maybe not always this like people want to say it's low vibrational and it's bad. Yes. I don't like to tell people that because it's not always the case. Yes. I think it's just you have to use your own discernment. Right. Um, and and I've always been like kind of it's it's almost like the entity piece is like we're drinking a substance and our, it, we kind of like it's like um, when they put alcohol in like flower essences to like extract things. It's yes. like this extract it and like literally like your spirit could kind of be like withdrawing away from right. the alcohol which could you make make you susceptible to other energies kind of flowing into you around right. you but that's also not always the case it's just for when people maybe are in this constant cycle of yes. having a you know poor intentionality you know there, there's a blend of things yes so I always like to kind of tell people like it's something to be like aware of and like you can do some energetic protection. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done like an alcohol energetic protection course where it's like setting. A, I can teach you how to do it. I love that. <laughs> I'll teach you afterwards I if you that. ever. Um, but I do. I feel like you just really follow your intuition. And that's what it's all about when it comes to drinking. Like if you're like, I feel lit up and this is fun. It feels good and it's right. It's yeah. yes. Yeah. But if you're like, I wake up and I feel like shit, let's just like reevaluate. Right. You know, you don't have to like cut it out. Right. I just feel like that's a question people always ask me. I just like literally told you so much about the energetics of alcohol. I love it. Um, but I do, I feel like you just really like lead with your intuition and I'm curious, I would love to know, or AGU would love to know, and me too. I kind of know a little bit, but, um, a little bit more about your background and like kind of your relationship with 
intuition and spirituality and if you guys didn't know this delaney's mom is a medium that's like how we connected delaney's mom and i um annette we've been dimming recently love you shout out (laughs) um but yeah just like tell us kind of what that's like and how you've maybe kind of honed your intuitive voice and just like take us take us back take us on the journey yes okay well i feel very fortunate to kind of be introduced to spirituality from birth essentially because my mom is obviously so spiritual and um I didn't realize that that wasn't like a normal thing and the most common way to grow up so um I've kind of had to navigate that later in life I guess figuring out like oh this isn't like normal for everyone like you weren't all doing these like solstices or like doing animal card readings growing up or you know talking about angels and things like that and energy like that's been a part of my entire life so so um I feel really fortunate for that and I also appreciate that it's made it feel really safe Mm -hmm. because it's like you know your mom is like the safest person in place Mm -hmm. for like a lot of people Mm -hmm. and it's just like oh like I don't feel scared or weirded out by like death or spirituality or these things that are kind of unknown realms because my mom has been like educating us about them for our entire life Wow, that's such a gift because I feel like a lot of people are really afraid of death. That's one of the things which and I was one of them, which was like terrifying. And I think it's also like ironic that I had a near death experience. I had this like horrific fear of dying and then like I kind of died. And then I was like, no, it's not that bad. Right, right. (laughs) Um, If you guys are joining us later, it's episode one. (laughs) It's called Old Age You Can't Come to the Phone Anymore. Why? Because she's dead. Um, Literally. But and I think it'll bring maybe some peace or some clarity around because there are a lot of people who have this like fear of certain spiritual concepts or death or die. And ultimately it comes down to that people just don't know what it is. They're not familiar. Like whenever people find out, for years I didn't want to tell people that I was a medium and accessing the Akashic Records and all these things because it is kind of foreign to people. Right. So I think that's really beautiful that you grew up just being like around it. And you're like, oh, this is normal. And this is like, my mom's a medium. And I feel like my mom has struggled with that too. Like what you're saying, like it's harder for her sometimes to like just put it out there that she's like a medium or experiences that because people do receive it differently. And it's almost like, in our society, death is maybe like the most taboo thing to talk about. And it's like most people's greatest fears and stuff. So it's like hard for you guys to kind of like come with your chest forward about that. Right. But um, my mom always says that I have helped her with that because I'll Aww. just like, I didn't know that it felt like that for her or for you mm-hmm. because I'm not the person who is like a medium, you know, but she's like, yeah, you have always just kind of like thrown it out there casually that like, oh yeah, this is my mom. She's a medium. And she's like, so I, I've learned to just be like, okay, like that's, we're just going with that. Like, <laughs> I love that. Ugh. I'm in this like phase right now where I'm just like really fascinated with like kids, obviously, because yes. Zane's 11, 12. He's in that like magical, just like so intuitive, doesn't, yes. you know, just, just is, exists. Yes. And I really feel like kids are just at whatever phase of life we are at as parents, they're kind of like mirroring back to us. Like we're like, we each have needs and like the yes. kids kind of like bring out this like authentic version of ourself because they're so in their authenticity yeah you know so you were like so in your authenticity so anytime your kids are do something just like being wild and crazy just like let them be you know yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like fun yeah um so you were just like in your knowing and your authenticity and it like allowed your mom to kind yes. of step into it which yes. is like a really cool dynamic I feel like that's like why we have kids when we like yes. we get to these ages where we're like 30s and 40s and we're like doing forced inner child work you know because yes. our kids are like acting things out for us right. and we're like hmm yeah okay I it's didn't realize that yeah I didn't 
didn't realize that like maybe there was some shadow work on around your mom maybe not wanting to like tell people and I'm right. I'm I'm it's an evolution for me like I feel like this podcast has been like a safe place for me to kind of like yes kind of sneaking out I'm like hey guys this is the real me yeah right Right. um but but I I do want you guys to know that Delaney has had her Akashic Records read by me I have it was amazing (laughs) yeah so um and I was gonna say you are very intuitive even though you're like I'm not maybe not a medium but you have a beautiful intuition and I also feel like you're very connected to your angels which are creativity angels um that communicate with us kind of like through ideas through dreams through imagery through big picture and she's a manifester in human design um so those are just things some things that I know about Delaney that I I know you don't mind me sharing from your reading but I would love just like if you want to share like anything about like the reading or like how you felt or like what was it like because I always just want people to know that it's like it just feels like so yummy yes (laughs) yes so that was a super cool experience um I loved it I will also say another thing with like growing up around spirituality and stuff like my mom would have like psychic readings or like numerology or all these things like I grew up doing and I didn't realize that it was like taboo or weird to some people and so for my whole life I've been kind of like awkwardly navigating that because I'm like (laughs) oh, you wouldn't want like a psychic greeting? And people are like, no, God, no. Like, I don't want that. Like, what if they're going to tell me I'm going to die or like. I used to be that person. Can you believe that? <laughs> no. Literally pre-near-death experience, I was that person. I'm like, no, psychics are like yeah, swindlers. Scary. Yeah. yeah. They're just trying to like steal your money. Yeah. I always say, I'm like, ma'am, what psychic hurt you? Yeah. Like, yeah. where did that, I don't know where that comes from. And like, what information <laughs> are you like, scared? I don't know. Yeah. It yeah. just, for me, I was like, oh, this is like, no, I, I didn't know that it was like It's this. funny because I was that person. Yes. I'm like, we hate her. I'm sorry for any past person I've responded to that way anyways continue no but it's so interesting that people um just have this different relationship with like readings and information I guess because Mm -hmm. for me that has been like a safe space for my whole Mm -hmm. life and it's just normal and um interesting to me right like it's genuinely something that I've been able to learn about and incorporate in my life so when you told me about the Akashic Records and everything, I'm like, I'm so on board for this. It's like right up my alley. I love it, whatever. Um, and my experience with it was just amazing. Like it was just so comforting, I would say. Like yeah. I think that type of information and insight and sort of like connection with something outside of yourself but also still connected to you is just really beautiful and powerful and is – I think a great tool to kind of have in your toolbox, I guess you could say of understanding like yourself and your path and your goals and just anything that you're kind of like curious or stumped on or, you know, anything that you're looking for more information on, you can relate something like an Akashic reading back to that and it can help you navigate your life better. Yeah. Sometimes it's just, I feel like this is the one example I'm not going to share the exact word, but just like a little example from your reading was there was like this word that kept coming up in Delaney's reading like multiple times. This is like, honestly, all I really remember. I only, I only remember like little tiny bits and pieces. Cause it's like five pages in my yes. <laughs> notebook. Um, but it was a word that kept showing up like in multiple places in her reading. And she told me, she's like, that's the word that I, I say every year when I blow out my candles, and my birthday cake. <laughs> it was just like such a sweet little, like, it's like, you just know that there's someone listening and someone looking yes. out for you. And when 
I feel like when, if I can validate that for someone, it is just very like, okay, yeah, like I am supported. There, there are angels that are like all around us and protecting us and sending us information and like rooting for us. And like the word you said is like comforting. And that's how I feel. Like anytime people are like, aren't you scared? Like, and I'm like, no, I like literally live for it. Like, I love it. Like even doing readings for other people, like I learn so much. Yeah. Like even the information just coming through me, I'm like, interesting. Like I did a reading last week and I was like, wow, like someone asked such a great question that I had never even thought about, you know? So it's, I feel like it's just universal teaching, you know? And, And also it's just nice knowing like, okay, I'm on this path. And like, maybe we had a moment where yeah, confusing or hard or whatever. And and it's like just sending like love from the other side. It's all like light and comforting and safe and hopeful feeling to me, you know? So I feel like in my personal experience, I feel better, you know, after that type of information is given to me than before. Like, I think people are so scared of what they're going to learn or what they're going to find out. But I'm like, it was scarier before when you like didn't know what the heck you were doing or like what was okay or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. No, but that's so cool. Like how old were you when you did like your first reading, you think? I don't know. I know um, like when me and my brother were babies, my mom got like a huge numerology chart or something done for each of us, like kind of just telling us or telling her like where her kids were going to go in life and what they were going to do and stuff. And it's all very accurate still, which is crazy. So I, I mean, love numerology. Yeah. It's like so interesting. And um, I, I don't know, like the first time I had like a psychic reading or something, but my mom would have like feng shui people come over to our house and you know, my mom would be like, you need to put like a gray pillow on your bed or whatever. And I'm like, you know, six years old or whatever. I'm like, okay, let's go get a great pillow. <laughs> I know that there is a lot of art and with placing energy in the home. And yes. that's something I want to get more into now that I've been moving so many times. I'm like, eventually I'm just going to do like my, the house that I buy is what I'm going to just like pour into wherever yes. I land. I'm going to like really get into feng shui. And, yes. Cause I know there is a lot to the energy of the home and I'm all about like clearing the space and setting an intention every week. Like Sunday is like my clean day, but I like spiritually clean like every. (laughs) Yes. There's like so many things that you can do and like so many interesting, you know, helpful tools. And yeah, my whole life, my mom has just been like showing us that. And like, I remember um, when we were really young, I think I was probably like four or five or so. My mom took us to meet this artist who had a near death experience. I think he overdosed or something and he was you know, dead for a couple of minutes or whatever, and they resuscitated him. But when he went to the other side, he got there and they told him like, um, you can have another chance or like you can still live or whatever if you like paint these angels. And he was like, well, I don't know how to paint or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, I don't know how to paint. And they were like, okay, well you can like learn to paint or whatever. And he spent However long, I don't know. I can't remember exactly. Like, I was so young, but he You're spent... you like, I was four. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know how I'm remembering this. But um, yeah, he spent, memory. like, time on the other side, like, learning how to paint. And it took, like, time, right? Like, he was only dead on Earth for two minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he was learning how to paint on the other side and then when he got resuscitated and came back to life or whatever, he was sober and he became this famous painter who paints angels. That is so cool. Yeah. That also is how I felt whenever I had a brief moment out of my body. Like for a while I was like out of body experience. Like I didn't even know how to like quantify what happened to me because it was such a blip, but also so 
transformational but also like to the point where i was like oh i don't want to go back like right yeah no thank right. you and they're like here's the thing ma'am <clears throat> you're going back yeah. and this is what like, you gotta do <laughs> yeah i'm like mm, it's kind of nice though. like it's like pretty zippy up here it feels really good <laughs> um and so but it is interesting because i don't feel like time is this like time is the right. same it, it was like it's hard to like quantify that because yeah. it's not like, like, it's like I, I don't want to say like he was over there for two months or something because it's right. like not months over there. Right. Yeah, I know. It's it's confusing. But so before basically he was not a painter or an artist. No, 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 no. Had like a some type of a drinking or problem. Yes. And then came back and is like this famous painter. I want to yeah. see one of his paintings. Yeah, his name is Andy Lakey. Andy Lakey. Yeah, my I'm mom gonna... has like the angel paintings everywhere. I'm gonna look him up. Um did what did you tell me that your mom had like a almost near death experience? Um, me and my mom had a near death experience when she gave birth to me. Really? Which I don't remember. Right. Cause you were like, it was like when she, like literally coming out of the womb. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like did, we both almost died. Really? Did she remember anything or like what? Yeah. Yeah. Like she said, we were like above, like in the hospital room. That's like, exactly how it was for down. me. Yeah. I was just above my body. Like yeah. I, I didn't like go, like that's what I was telling people. I, I didn't like go to heaven or like. It was just like but I you was, weren't in your body. I was not yeah. in my body. Like you could see. Yeah, yeah that's so yeah. Crazy. And I just remember being like, "Ooh, I don't like. I don't want to go back to her." Yeah. Like, Ooh, it's just like ugh, hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me. <laughs> I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> but like, I I told you, like, I was that person that was like not into like spirit. Like, I didn't even know spirituality. Like, self help books. Didn't know her. Like, they're like, "Well, you're gonna know." Yeah, they're like, "You're gonna learn. <laughs> you're going back." But that's weird that you guys just kind of like floated to the top. Yeah. And like saw interesting yes. we got a, we got a page in it i know we need some more details phone a friend. <laughs> yeah, phone mom a... what happened yeah what happened <laughs> we need to know well i'm glad she did what happened like medically she's like obviously you guys were okay yeah i don't know exactly what happened to her medically i think um for me like i wasn't breathing or something like i i don't know if it was like umbilical cord situation or like mm -hmm. my lungs clapped or something but um it was like supposedly yeah. scary I, yeah. I can't remember <laughs> if Delaney's like I, I heard it was scary <laughs> she's like I also remember that I'm like, I was there but I just can't remember <laughs> she's like I remember this when I was four I was like I, I don't know if I really remember like a whole lot which might be like trauma I don't know they say you don't remember some things I'm like who could be too sure but we're here now we're here we're um, right now I do want to I, I feel like you would like there's this podcast it's called let's talk near death I've okay. mentioned it before on my podcast it's just a string of near-death experiences and it, it but it's like really positive and loving yes and it and it like validated for me because I thought for a while after I had mine like I was like am I crazy yes you know like to, it's like a sense of community for you for yeah. like the most intense thing that you've ever experienced literally but I think even as if people like are scared of like death and yes. dying you kind of get a lot of like I have so much peace around anything around death and dying which I yes. guess is like why probably the mediumship role to me is like I'm like, oh yeah, this is like awesome. This is I'm like, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like, I love that we're all still so connected. You yes. know, so I think it gives you like a perspective shift where a lot of people spend so much time yes. being afraid. Yes. Um. Anyways, okay. So, thank you for your recount of the reading. That was beautiful. But I also do feel like you have a lot of intuitive gifts, and probably just has been so natural to you. And I feel like that's how a lot of people are. They're naturally intuitive or you know, feel drawn to something and it really just shows up in a way of like, oh, this feels good or this feels in flow. Like I lose yes. track of time when I'm doing this yes. or it doesn't always, sometimes people are like, how do I know? Yes. You know what I mean? Um, so I feel like, I feel like 
you're just a good example of you're just like yeah this just feels right like I don't know yes. if I'm gonna like label it but it just feels right right um but how do you feel like do you feel like you're more connected to your intuition now do you feel like you've had to hone it do you feel like you've just always been there like what has your journey been with like you're just listening to your body even right I think I have done a good job my whole life of just being intuitive and kind of um I feel like I, I don't know exactly how to articulate it, but I want to say like having a strong personality, but it's not really having a strong personality. It's more having like a strong sense of self. Mm-hmm. And I've always had like a really strong sense of self. Like I've been a very sort of passionate person mm-hmm. my whole life and I've known like who I am mm-hmm. for my whole life. And that is sort of my identity. And it's been able to like carry me through so many things because I think um, a lot of times when we like struggle or waver is because we're having self-doubt or we are not sure like and we have a hard time making decisions or something like I've just always had a strong sense of self so it's been easy for me to like stand in my truth mm-hmm. because I'm like this is what's right for me and mm-hmm. I just know it and I'm gonna like go with that and I don't care if it looks different than other people's truths or if some people can't understand me like I'm not gonna change for them like I'm just very committed to my own truth so I feel like that is just something kind of ingrained in me but I have done like so much learning about you know intuition and vibrations and manifesting and like all these different things that have helped me strengthen those muscles even more I would say Mm -hmm. and get more in tune with like my path and myself and that just kind of like you're saying when you're in the flow of something it just it just keeps going right like it will pick up speed and momentum and you're like when you're doing the right thing everything will just fall into place and it will keep going I've just kind of like leaned into that for my whole life yeah you're just like I just kind of lean in yes it feels like it's and that's a good lesson for people too it's like if you feel like you're getting a ton of roadblocks like you're trying to pursue something or like a relationship or it could be anything Mm -hmm. and you just keep getting roadblocks and things keep popping up you're like at some point you've got to be like hmm I'm gonna like listen and be like is this really where I'm supposed to go or maybe I'm being protected right the like the classic rejection is protection it's so true though it is (laughs) like I'll still get rejected to this day for certain things like like a brand partnership that I really want. And then like it comes back like two months later and it's a bigger number. You know, yes. like you just like never know. Yeah. Like you need to listen to the universe. Like yes. it will really tell you so much and through all these different kinds of like signs and communication. And the more you like learn about that and lean into it and listen to it, the more it will talk to you too and guide you. Yes. Like what do you, what is your, do you have like a practice around listening or like, do you meditate? Like what feels, what feels like you're like, I'm kind of tuned in or like, what's a practice you've implemented? I feel like I just kind of like listen to things all around me and just think, I actually think about like the flow a lot. And I just try to feel like when there's not a lot of resistance and just like go in the direction Mm -hmm. of allowing and like when things are coming easily and when they're not just, you know, being receptive to that and not, you know, just like being easygoing in that way and going with the flow and being like, okay, this is, I'm getting a lot of resistance here. I'm getting pushback. Like there's something to this. I don't know what it is. I need to just like pivot and be open to the feedback of the universe. And you know, that can be so many things. It's like, if I get like an injury or if I get sick or something, I always try to think like there's something going on in my life that is like not you know, it's, there's something and I just need to like look into that a little bit more. I also like to make these weird like agreements with the universe. I would tell us. I love it. (laughs) I'm like, yes, tell us. So I have this like really bad fear of spiders. Like 
very very bad oh my gosh i've we we literally last night at our airbnb there was a lock box to get the key out no. and i went to like reach in there was a spider i mean it was like this no. big no. i i was like no. I, I was so scared i almost no. yeah no. anyways it's so bad like i definitely have like arachnophobia okay for sure okay like, I, I like weep when i see a spider <laughs> like i literally i'm just like soft like i can't like move like it's so bad and so i made this agreement with the universe because i hate seeing spiders because it scares me i don't hate seeing them outside it's only in the house because i'm like you're in your environment like i'm happy for you i love you like but i'm like when you're in your my house you're just like ruining my mental i'm scared health. also just for the record i want people to know i didn't kill the spider it just scared me okay. <laughs> i'm like i don't okay. ever know i yeah. left him alone yeah. outside right, right. <laughs> don't come he wasn't me. harmed it just scared me yeah. it was on my hand so i made an agreement with the universe like years ago where i just said okay when i see a spider like in my house it's a sign that like karmically i'm not doing something good like I love that yeah because i'm like it's such a horrible like traumatic experience <laughs> for me when i see a spider that i'm like there has to i need like meaning for it i need right. it to be the universe okay. being like you need to like redirect a little bit or do better in some area or something so i like to i mean i don't know how much it really works i believe it works no it's, but it, that is very accurate yeah like i'm like okay universe like just make these little agreements where i'm like if you know this happens it means i'm like doing something good or if this happens it means i'm doing something bad just so we can like communicate yes easily that is such a good that's a beautiful example thank you delaney do you see a lot of spiders often inside your house I don't. <gasps> see you guys i do see daddy long legs but daddy long legs don't scare me because they're like i just think they're cute i don't know you're like they're, they're nice. cute. <laughs> yeah and so like clayton i clayton will take them out of the house but like we never kill them but if i see a spider like i literally never see them in my house but when i do i'm like okay I, I hear you. You said, I hear you. Yeah, that's, I'll do better. That is such a good, I love, that's like a great tangible example for people to start because the number one thing I always tell people after I do a reading is just so you know, like a lot of your team, you can say angels, guides, whatever word, highest self, whatever word feels good to you. There is a, there is a support system looking over you. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, like eight times out of 10, they'll be like, she, he or she is not lit they're not they're not talking they're not saying you know not listening not like like we can always hear you when you speak out loud that's why it's like when you pray like pray out loud or write in your journal mm-hmm. like you need some kind of yes you can there is some things you can say in your head and i do believe angels are telepathic but right but i think that there's really this like this beautiful action of intentionality when yes. you're like hey when i see this this is what it means yeah. for me because we create our own language with the universe. There's a great book too called Signs by Laura Lynn Jackson. I always love to give like mm-hmm. a, a read takeaway yes. um, as I reference things, but she really talks about too, like if you've lost a loved one or someone from the other side, like you can really like speak out loud and, you know, be like, grandma, like I, I'll do that. Like if yes. I'm having like a moment where I'm like feeling scared or like whatever, or I'll be like, is this the right decision? Send me this. And I want something like specific, like, yes a red balloon like right, or right. like a unicorn or a sticker yeah. or whatever yeah. it's like whatever you feel drawn to being like this represents this to me it i feel like it just helps yeah and then, it all and then i always i always get the sign i always mm-hmm. get the sign like no matter what it is so it's a really good thing for people to play with i love yes. that one because i'll do it too like when i was moving to florida i did that like anytime i'd be like okay show me a sign this is the right because it was very abrupt and i was like leaving my support system everything i'm like show me a sign like every sign was like bam 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 it was like florida 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 the universe was like florida 
yeah. <laughs> so and you're like, yay, I love this. I feel so much more like comfortable and confident doing this. Yeah. And that really does like build up that trust muscle and confidence, which is really what all of our intuition is. It's learning to trust ourselves and know that we're going in the right place, but there's nothing wrong with asking the universe like, Hey, we're in this together. Right. <laughs> you know, right. like where, where are we at right now? Or yes. we, we're, it's totally normal to still have moments of confusion or, you know, where we just like need a little, a little sign. Yes. So you guys ask for a sign yes. and then, then let us know, let us know what it is and when it shows up because it yes. will. Yes, it will. It will. And that's one thing I can, I can confirm. Angels are like, we're always listening. We're yes. always working. We're yes. always doing things behind the scenes. Even if you don't, you don't see it like right away. Yes. It is happening. That. Um, okay. So beautiful response. I think that was like all about your intuition, which I, I do want to talk about too, because the course and a lot of the work that I'm doing right now is like intuition. I feel very passionately around like intuition around the body and just like listening to ourselves, listening to ourselves, especially as females, because Mm -hmm. our whole lives we've had so much outside noise telling us like, do this, try this, eat this, that I got to a place where I like couldn't remember what I like actually liked. Does that make sense? Yes. You're like, or like what my normal was. There's like a term called like normal eaters, like with like food and like diet. And I'm like, what would that even like be like? Like I, I didn't even like remember anymore because I had tried like intermittent fasting da, 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 to like, I got to a point, like this was like a few years ago where I'm like, why is my like baseline? Like what do I even like? You know, like I had just been listening and consuming and reading and I'm such a curious person. Like I love to try things. So I've gone back. I flipped the script. Just yes. giving you a little backstory on the yes. course and things we're working on on just like what it is listening to my intuition when it comes to like taking care of my body yes, and like me being the captain of that ship. Yeah. No one else. Yes. You know, so I want to empower everyone that's listening that like we're driving this, yes. this boat. Okay. I love that. <laughs> we're here. So, um, essentially the course is just like giving people the time and the space and the tools to listen and like honor the body. And I do like some guided, you know, Akashic records, magic, there's mm-hmm. a little magic in there. Um, but I feel like we've kind of been on a similar trajectory, just setting you up for that on, um, like we were both like kind of, I would say like more like, um, intensely plant-based or like have yeah. focus there. And then we've kind of dibble dabbled and like where you've landed. I'm just curious, like what your experience has been yes. in that area. Yes. So I have always kind of been like leaning more towards plant-based, like all throughout high school and everything. I was vegetarian and like, I just, even growing up, like I didn't really like eating meat. Like my parents would struggle to get me to eat meat, but I, I always liked every vegetable. I was. Yeah. I never wanted to eat meat growing up as a kid. No. And like, I just didn't, it was just not my preference really. And like, I liked vegetables, but I was just kind of naturally went in that direction um and then for a couple of years I was vegan and like I loved that it was great whatever but again with just like labels and restrictions and the nature of life like at least for me life is all about like evolution and growth and expansion and change like that is truly the nature of life is change so I am so open to that and I'm so good with that and even with things like diet and lifestyle and whatever, like I'm always open to that changing and evolving and just being like the authentic version of myself that I am at that time. Mm -hmm. And so um, I still eat heavily plant-based, I would say, but I'm not vegan. I'm not plant-based. I wouldn't say like there's no, I don't really have like a label or any restrictions like that I would say are forever or anything and it is more just what you're saying being like intuitive and just listening to your body and kind of what's really nice about that for me is just living like freely Mm -hmm. because when you do label yourself with things it like 
forces you to be held to a certain standard for yourself and for the people that know you. And then it's like, oh, I would love for you to have this, but it like has milk in it or something. Right. Like, I'm sorry. And then <laughs> it's like, but it's like, oh, today, like I'll have it. Like I don't care. And then it's like this weird exchange where you have to be like, explain. I'm breaking the rules today or right. like, <laughs> I am allowed to do this. Like I make my own rules. It's okay. Like it just, it just becomes like, it, or for me personally, it just could become like toxic, I mm. think. Yep. And especially when it comes to like your relationship with food, I think it's really important to prioritize that just being healthy, whatever that looks like for you personally, because mm. that's like a sacred part of our lives to be able to like nourish our bodies with food. Right. And so if you're getting into like a toxic space with that because of ramifications or labels or restrictions, then it's like, this is a huge red flag for me. And my priority here is just to have like a healthy, free flowing, good relationship with food. Yes. I love that free flowing. Yes. We're like, yes. And that's, that's really how I, I, I align the exact same. Probably we've had different, I had, I had like more of a disorder, like eating past. That was kind of what led up to just like a culmination of negative health situations mm-hmm. to the, the near death experience. And but I learned from it and, and now it's great. Cause it's, it's a lot of what I'm here to like teach people how to do. And like, please don't, don't go down the path that I went down. Cause I right. promise it didn't, it didn't shake out. No. <laughs> it really didn't. It did not, it didn't shake out. Um, but a lot of the information, cause of course, you know, there was like years where I was like trying to figure it out and was like, Oh my gosh, I'm not going to take care of my body anymore. Like, what do I like how, when you get so upside down and just only allowing other people to tell you what to do. And I was like, wow, I've got to figure this out, you yes. know? And I realize it's kind of what you're saying. It's all about the energy of how we approach the meal. Like that's really what I teach in, in like my courses around like intuitive. It's really called like an intuition activation because it's not actually about the food. Mm-hmm. It's about how it's like our relationship with the food. It's mm-hmm. like our relationship with money. Yes. You know, it's, it's like our relationship with self. It's all the same thing. Like right. food comes from the earth, right? It all comes from something. Right. It's an energy exchange. And I feel like people have gotten so backwards on that. They're like, they want to like manipulate it and make it look a certain way and weigh it and cut it and da, 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 da. And like, but it actually like, it's not the focus shouldn't be there. The focus should really be like the energy of which we like approach it. Yes. Which I feel like even like some of the information that comes through is like literally doing like a practice of like how, um, you know, like in the Bible, like blessing meals and like praying over them. And all of the, it was like, there was this like ritual that happened. And then I feel like it kind of got labeled more so as like religious, which is like great if you see that way Mm -hmm. or you have that lens. But like, I literally like, I will like kiss my sandwich before I eat it. Like it sounds so silly, but I'm like, I love you. Like what a gift, you know, like that for me is like a blessing or like a prayer. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, cute little avocado toast. (laughs) Like I'll talk to my food. Like I love it. I know it sounds silly, but it was something that like allowed me to like reframe my relationship. I'm like, and you know, at some point this was alive. It was like a banana on a tree. (laughs) And so I, I encourage people, if you feel like super upside down or confused or like disconnected, like I will, I like talk to my food, just like when you talk to a plant in your house, yes. you know, people do that. Yes. It's the same thing with food. I'll be like, thank you so much for growing on a tree, a banana, bananas grow on a tree, right? <laughs> I just had a moment yeah. where I was like, thank you so much for growing on a tree. Yes. <laughs> um, my brain just like blipped. Um, but yeah, I'll just, you know, I, I like to talk it through its evolution. Thanks for existing. Yes. Thanks for nourishing my body. And like, now I'm going to go create something and like think about that experience even though it sounds silly or cheesy or whatever versus going into a meal being like can't have this can't have that right you know like I used to have that energy of this like I don't know I'm stressed what if they don't have something I can eat right so and that is like so much more unhealthy right than than literally eating the dairy yeah or the cheese yeah 
I like, love cheese. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's like it really everything is about like vibrations. Right. And like the vibrations and the energy that you're putting towards your food and then consuming it is so much more important than actually what it is. Yes. That is exactly like that's that's kind of my teaching that I've been shown, like not to discredit like what you're eating. Like obviously right. eat what feels good to you, what feels nourishing, like what lights you up. Um, but there is something to be said, like, that's really what I teach. Cause at first I was kind of calling it like an intuitive eating course. And then people were like, eh, that labeling is more associated with like nutritionist dietitian. I was like, no, cause this is like teachings coming from the Akashic records. And it's really about energy. It's like yeah. how you approach. It's, it's not, not about the food. It's not about the food. Yeah. So, um, now I'm calling them like intuition activations. Cause it's really just like inviting our intuition into that space and like allowing ourselves to listen. And like, we know, like we can feel our body. It's like things like if you eat something and you get like terribly bloated, it's like, mm, I don't know. That doesn't really feel that good. You no, know, like yeah. that's your indicator versus it's, you know, so many calories or it's this or it's this. It's like, there's other indicators, but we just like have been trained to ignore them and yes. to look outside of us. And yes. it, it, that stress for me was like actually physically manifesting as like stomach problems. It really wasn't even the food. Right. It was like the stress of like what was going on. I was right. like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like, yeah. It's very powerful, like, the way that you're feeling around... Around things. Yes. Yeah, and I just feel like it doesn't get enough, you know, that that doesn't get enough credit. So I'm like, don't worry, guys, I'm here. (laughs) Because it's, like, labeled as, like, woo-woo or, you know, out there or whatever. It's it's honestly just, like, hard for a lot of people to shift to that mindset, too, because it's so deeply ingrained in us, these certain things of, like, what to eat and what that does to our bodies and, you know, all of that is important to some extent but it's not largely talked about how we're feeling around the food and like the relationship and just having a healthy relationship with it and not toxic energy around it right I know I know it's something I'm like no everyone let me help you like I've been there and it's terrible you've you've been at the the bottom of that you're like let me make sure no one else goes there oh I was a counter I was a macro I was a weigher I was a like you know just trying to like fear I remember one time just like like I literally packed a food scale mm-hmm. to go on a trip. Can you imagine? And I was like, yeah, it's like what my trainer told me to do. Like a food. You're sc- like, this isn't toxic at all. No. Like I was like, yeah, I'm going to You're Europe. Like, I, I have a food so scale. I'm so happy and healthy. <laughs> I'm, like, oh. I'm so free. What are you talking about? <laughs> free as a bird. I literally am carrying around devices. <laughs> like in your purse. Yeah. Like going to the restaurant. <laughs> like, oh, can't have that. <laughs> I know. And so like, I just like, I, and I want to tell people like, if you're there, like I'm, I'm not laughing. I'm laughing at me. Like. Because I, 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 I was so convicted that I'm like, yep, that's how my life is going to be. Like, oh my gosh. And and there is another reality where I don't, and also like the way I look now is better than how I looked right. then, you know? Right. So it's like there because is. Because the way you feel is better. Right. The yeah. way I feel overall is just like healthier, happier, like just kinder to myself. Yeah. Honestly, the first place that for people to start is they struggle with self is like listening to the thoughts that are just kind of going on in their head. Yes. Because that's really what's manifesting, you know, or, or. I guess being like physically expressed, like in the way we show up with food, with money, with self, all these areas of our life, they're all like pretty, it's all the same, right. you know? Um, and did, did you reply to my story about autobiography of a yogi? Yes. Cause I'm reading that book right yes. now. And that was the one I that, love. Oh, it's so good. It's so freaking good. That's a great, we're just like book name dropping everything. Yeah. But that one was a really big like perspective of just like all about how, like what's going on in our head is expressed as our habits, which like manifests physically and I was like, that is so interesting because it, it, it's a lot of why people are so passionate talking about like habits and like routines if you yes. if you can't quite clean up inside the head. But it's like, it's all so connected. Right. That book has been like so, 
I also, love that book. it's so good. I keep telling everyone how have I told you this already? How how in the Akashic Records it's always like it, humans could levitate. We just like haven't seen enough people know how. Yeah. And then I post that on TikTok thinking I was saying something revolutionary. Everyone's like, yeah, we know that. And I was like, oh. And then I read it in the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like growing up, actually, my mom like. Tell me. You does know, she levitate? No. If your mom levitates, I'm going to be she so does upset. It. She does it. But you know how people have like pictures of Jesus in their house growing up and stuff? Yeah. Like oh, we had pictures of Yogananda in my house. Really? Yeah. Just like little like. Just like, just like how people have pictures of Jesus. Like yeah. it's not like a shrine or something necessarily, no, but it's just like, it. it's just like a beautiful, like you can see when you see pictures of Yogananda, you can literally see like the energy and like how pure and high it is. Like, so it's just like this beautiful picture with this beautiful energy, kind of just like a passing, like, I don't know what you would really call things like that in your house, but we had those of Yogananda and like my mom taught us about him all the time. So it's Aww. like, you know, we grew up knowing about levitating and like what the- <laughs> i'm so late to the party like literally everyone can levitate except for me yeah. i'm gonna learn how i've got to know and i'm gonna learn how i'm gonna post a video all you guys that are shaking your head right now doubting i'm levitating yeah. i tell austin every day yeah, i'm like happens. i'm gonna learn to levitate yeah. austin's like oh my god it's like you know you're getting to a new level <laughs> literally <laughs> literally <laughs> you're like yeah so we know about that that like blew my mind when I read it in the book. That's so funny. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why. But... And like le- like the way that he died, like I don't know. If Wait, no, I, I haven't finished it. Okay. Don't tell me yet. I'm like, I'm still, it's like my happy, like, it's like my yummy little. It's not sad. Oh, okay. The okay. way that he dies. No. Okay. It's like, but I just, that like, will also blow your mind. Okay. I just want to like have my mind yeah, blown, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but um, I'm also like RIP, um, a legend. That is so wild. Okay. What a, I, I just, I grew up just not knowing anything it's crazy how much of like like I always say like on the scale of spirituality I was like a zero I didn't know the the term spirituality until I was like 24 or 25 wow I know it's so like funny yeah but my parents are even like as of lately my mom's like I'm so excited for your how do you say it acacic I'm like it's close but she's like I'm so excited for I can't wait for you to teach you about how to read them I'm like that's so close thank you mom (laughs) I love it she's supportive she is so supportive okay wow well Delaney and I are going to go into the backyard and we're going to sit with our eyes closed and meditate. And if we levitate, until we levitate. And I'm going to post that on TikTok. We're not moving until we levitate. That doesn't go viral. People, you know what, what happened? I, I've literally, I, this is how far down I've gone on the levitation thing. I'm like, I'm going to learn to levitate. I'm going to do it. And then someone's going to say it's like computer generated. Literally. Literally. They're like, she's edited that. You're like, no. She, she's not. It actually. exists. I'm like, it's real. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Anyways, um, to conclude, if you were to just go ahead and say like one book that really alters your state, changes your vibration, your go-to, give us like some little takeaways. I'd love to give a little H University homework. Yes. Okay. Well, particularly, I mean, I think this would be a great book for boys to read as well, but particularly as a woman, I feel like Women Who Run Run With Wolves, do you know that book? I just got that book. By Clarissa Pinkola Estes is just like such a beautiful magical powerful important book to me it's very long I think it's like 500 pages um and it's just like a lot of storytelling and it's just super empowering and beautiful like it just did something amazing for me Mm. like as a woman um and I highly recommend that but more of like a general book I would say Ask and It Is Given mm. by Abraham Hicks love Abraham Hicks yes is just kind of like I would say a manifesting bible that's your bible yeah you said this is this is home for me yeah like I'm I just read it for the second time and it's a pretty long book too maybe like 
300-ish pages or so. And I'm like, okay, if I'm like reading this two times in a row, like this is a good book because, you know, I love reading. I would like love to pick up a new book and read it. But I'm like, this book like did so much for me and changed my life so much. I got to like hop back in. I got to read it again. Oh, I love a book that I want to revisit. Yes. And also too, it's like we have this accessibility to the author's energy and you kind of like take on the energy of the author. That's why some books are so like, oh, they just feel so magical and yummy. Yeah. They're just like connecting and they're just right. And they're like, oh, I just cannot get enough of this. Like, I know I'm going to read that book you know, probably 20 more times. And every time you read it, you get something different. Yes. Every it's crazy. Time. I love it. Oh, okay. Beautiful. I'm like, I have homework for me. I'm like, you guys, I'm writing this in <laughs> my <too>. planner, <laughs> Professor Delaney. Thank you so much. On behalf of AG University, this was so, I can't wait. I'm like, I can't wait to levitate. <laughs> Everyone gotta go. <laughs> We're in the backyard. <laughs> Thank you so much, Delaney. Thank you so much for having me. This I was love wonderful. You. I, I love you. you. Mwah. Mwah. As always, I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you feel so called or if it feels aligned, I would love for you to leave me a review here. I always love reading your beautiful thoughts and messages. And also you can find me at Anna Grace Newell on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And I will link all of my courses, AG University course curriculum in the show notes, along with if you're interested in booking an Akashic Records reading with me. My scheduling link goes out in my newsletter. It goes out once a month and it's completely free. I would love to have you there. As always, I'm a proud professor and you get an A plus for making it all the way through the end. Love you.